Welcome to another episode of the Making the Walk podcast. Joining today are my two co-hosts, Michael Grosh and Andrew Lee. Michael, <laughs> how was your day today? Where's the goddamn juice, Alex? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're keeping the strikes. Welcome back into another episode of Making the Walk. Today is the 10th of June. Happy Friday. Happy uh, pay-per-view fight week, guys. Uh, I'm here with my wonderful co-hosts, Michael and Alex. How are you guys doing today? Doing pretty fucking good today. I'm not doing too bad today. Not doing too bad today. A little tired, but not too bad today. Yeah, you better bring the, you better bring the sauce here. Um, so we have... A great show here for you guys. Well, I'm, I'm super excited about this. Um, of course, we're going to preview UFC 264, two, 275. Jesus, 264. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh. oh my goodness. Oh man, it's been that. It's one of one of those kind of days. Um, and then like of course, and then w- we have a recurring guest. Our first recurring guest, Flying Brian Akins, is going to come back on and talk to us again about, um, you know, what's going on with him. Uh, in the fight game as well. So, really excited for that. As am I. As very am nice I. To have a nice guest, a very nice guest coming back. Uh, you know, showing support for the podcast. And also just, you know, we also also love to hear from him every single time he comes on. So, I'm very excited for this interview. He was, <laughs> we were at the gym the other day and he was telling me a story. And like, I, I, I wanted to like stop him without being rude. So, I was like, how do I, for the how podcast. do I like, dude, how do I be like, dude, please stop talking. Just stop, stop, stop. And so I was like, dude, stop, stop, stop. Tell me this tomorrow. <laughs> Say, I'm literally be out of Zoom with you in 24 hours. <laughs> dude, stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. Um, but yeah, all right. So we got a packed show here. Um, let's get right into the Brian Aikens interview. Whoosh. So with us today... Uh, very excited to uh, have him come back on. He's our first reoccurring guest. Uh, oh, sweet. It's first reoccurring guest, uh, Flying Ryan Akins. Uh, before we start, I wanted to apologize to you because that whole episode that our first one, we called you Atkins. You did. Oh, you're just, <laughs> you were just too nice of a guy to say anything. Like you should have said. I'm like, just so, you know, I'm so used to it. Every single everybody says Atkins like the Atkins diet. I'm so used to it by now. Every announcer I've ever had, like mm-hmm. it's always what you would think. Atkins, like no, nah, I'm like no, nah, Atkins. You say the A, but yeah, no, you're good. You're good, man. Hey, man. Like so, so how how, how are you doing, man? Like what's give us some a, a little life update, if you will. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, as you guys might know, maybe know, um, I was supposed to fight last weekend um, at EAFL in uh, Gary, Indiana at this uh, Railcat Stadium. Um, and I had a p- opponent, Justin Lawson, who I was originally supposed to fight. Um, it's the guy that uh, Coach Tyler fought last summer and armbarred in like the first round. Um, and he had taken the fight with me. So I said, awesome, I'll take that fight easy money. Um, and then, um, 
I get word that he had a personal thing happen. I'm not going to release what happened, but it's pretty personal. It kind of restricts you from some things for a while. And then that got sorted out. After that was sorted out, um, I guess he was ignoring calls and stuff, possibly. And then I heard something with medicals wasn't correct or he couldn't compete in that state of Indiana yet. Never got cleared. Um, And he never uh, took initiative and did that. So that fight got canceled about two and a half weeks before, you know, June 4th. And uh, then this guy, Brant Cooper, um, pretty good fighter. Um, His record doesn't show it right now, but he's a really scrappy guy, Muay Thai kind of style. Um, He took the fight and I've been studying him already so I knew the name and I I like that I like that matchup um he I told you guys about the fight I had last podcast where there was a there was a, a riot started and people were throwing mm-hmm. chairs yeah. and please I told you about that fight yeah my opponent in that fight was Nico Jefferson um his, his nickname is boom boom because he knocks everybody out like that that old guy Brant Cooper knocks him out in the first round oh, um so and it was with a knee to the face but Nico was winning the fight. So I'd been studying this guy for a little while and that's actually someone I want to fight. Um, so he took the fight. And then the day before weigh-ins, I get a call uh, from coach Tyler uh, cause he'd been kind of helping with the matchmaking and everything for this. Cause he's close with the promoter, Jesse uh, for EAFL. And he says, bad news. Um, weigh-ins are tomorrow, but uh, Brant Cooper has a herniated disc and he has to pull out of the fight. This is um, this is post losing twenty pounds. Yeah, I was gonna ask oh, how, how far down did you get? Twenty pounds. One seventy eight. I started at one seventy eight. My goal was to get to one sixty. Originally, I was spending one fifty five, but um, since Justin dropped out, I uh, Brant requested one sixty, and that, I'm like, that's fine, sure. As long as I got a fight, and then I get down there, I got to one sixty two, one sixty two, right on the dot, perfect, like for the final cut the next mm-hmm. day. And uh, that's when I got the call, 8 a.m. Um, that uh, Thursday morning. So um, I was devastated. And it's a tough pill to swallow because, as you guys know, I returned last year for the first time in years. Mm-hmm. And I lost a decision to the number one ranked welterweight in Illinois uh, as a pro, Tyler Veal. So he lost. He beat me by decision, which not terrible. First return back, everyone said, Broners were saying, or the uh, announcer said, ring rust. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Nope, none of that. The guy's just that good. And yeah. uh, that was a tough, uh, that was a tough situation. So ever since last summer during that fight, I've been trying to fight ever since then. And nothing worked out. I was going to go to um, Connecticut one time and the guy's manager said no to the fight. I was going to go to um, a few different states and just um, look for get fights like I had matchups. But once they see my record one in four as a pro, they say yes. Mm-hmm. Then when they look up who I compete against, who I fought, and then they find a YouTube video, then they say no. Yeah. <laughs> or man, that is yeah. no. And it's it's cool. That, I mean, I know I'm good, but my record doesn't show it. So my goal is to try to build it back up. And it's been a headache getting mm-hmm. to that point. But it's it's definitely things are looking up. I'm staying in shape. Since I already had a fight camp, I'm staying in this shape. And I'm looking to compete August 20th against Brant Cooper, who got injured. His coach reached out to me at the fights um, this past weekend and said that they could be good to go for August. So that one still could happen. So fingers crossed guys. For yeah, me. Knock on wood for you. Yeah. I absolutely. need blood. I need blood. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm, I'm glad you brought up. It presents itself for like a fight, like maybe before that. Will you take it? Um, yeah, but the thing that makes it difficult, the reason why it's frustrating, I'm glad you asked that, is because Andrew knows I work full time as a coach um, over at Dominion Martial Arts. And the reason this one worked out so perfect is because we had uh, Coach Tyler on it, Coach Joey. We were, it was in our schedule. Um, it, everything was worked out with the assistants and all that to where we could leave and have fights and miss Friday for our weight cut and mm -hmm. weigh-ins. When it's random like that, it's so much harder to fit it in because we have such busy schedules um, at that gym and we work really hard there to keep it growing. But um, when it's planned and it works out, like when it works out on our work schedule, <clears throat> then there's less headache and there's less to figure out. Short notice fights, depending on like when it is, those are mm -hmm. possible. It's just so much, so much more difficult. Yeah. So right. that's another logistics to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, you brought up kind of how you know, that fight being taken off the table from you and like you've, you've struggled to find the proper matchmaking or whatever. And I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought this up, like the mental aspect of, uh, of what this can do to you as a fighter. Um, and oh, yeah. it's kind of as a person. So like, how do you kind of, um, you know, compartmentalize these situations and, and then, you know, when, when is time for, when is it time for you as when, when do you become Brian no longer like the, you know, the guy is just walking around in the street, but the Brian who's going to go into a cage and potentially hurt someone. That's what oh, yeah. comes down. Guaranteed are your money back, actually, Andrew. But um, the thing about it was, um, yeah, that week I was, I'm coach Brian most of the time. And then I'm, I'm uh, Bacon's some of the other time. Bacon's is when I'm with my friends and I'm just hanging out. That's B. Aikens. Like it was on my gym uniform, whatever. That's the whole thing. But um yeah, um, you go into killer mode for, for the week, for the month for me, actually, because I've been, I had multiple opponent changes already. And like, I'm, I got a chip on my shoulder, they call it. And I got two, I got Doritos and Ruffles. I got chips on my shoulders, man. And I, um, the intensity was picked up for a while because I took the holidays off. I gained weight. I did a lot of stuff like gaining weight for me, not the worst thing in the world. Cause like, I'm already pretty skinny or muscular like, mm -hmm. no one can really tell but like i know because yeah. as a pro fighter i know when i'm in that shape and <clears throat> this camp finally got me there like i can't say i was there for that fight i first came back for I, I worked hard but it wasn't the same this was where i actually pushed it to where like i felt like the old me with new tools and um i really just had to reassess the situation and just tell myself like you can take advantage of the situation. Yeah, you had a full camp and look where it got you. Look at your mindset. Um, look at the speed and look at um, your improvements you got in this camp. You peaked at the perfect time, this and that. Just carry that over. It gives me kind of more of a fire under my ass to keep it going um, for the potential August 20th. So overall, it helped me because I changed my habits. I got myself into fight shape and now I'm just going to stay this way. And it's going to kind of help me with the self-discipline and just being more of a monster when it actually happens. And I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's awesome to hear. Um, so, you, you know, you mentioned that you, you got down 20 pounds. Uh, oh, yeah. I can imagine that's not the most comfortable thing in the world. <clears throat> and we, we mentioned to you, um, I think the first time we interviewed you, you know, a little bit about weight cutting. <laughs> uh, he just showed a, a big old Reese's bar. 
I uh, love that. Um, it's great. They're the best game. So, like, so you you got to have some kind of like weight cutting stories. Like, do you have any like like nightmare cuts that you had to make, or like cuts that you had like oh like I'm I'm way overweight right now. I'm way underweight right now. Oh boy, yeah. Um, I have one. I have actually. Yeah, I got I got one good one. It's nothing really that crazy because I'm very uh, <clears throat> strategic with everything MMA related, martial arts related. So like I, I've learned how to know my body. But there was one title fight as an amateur um, I had at the Joliet Casino against LaQuinn Swift. Um, I had to make um, 155 since it was a title fight, um, <clears throat> and. The day, let's say, it was like the Wednesday. It was Wednesday, and weigh-ins are on Friday. That Wednesday, I was um, still 15 over. And usually, some wrestlers pull it off, like UFC fighters, like Kevin Lee. He pulls that off in like a day. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's not healthy, but like guys like that do it. I think Khabib is up there, too, with that kind of cut. But me, an amateur uh, fighter fighting Joliet, like I – I was like, oh, geez, I, I've been slacking. Like, I just haven't paid attention to the weight. And um, I cut about 12 pounds in a day, and I could barely keep my head up. I, I literally thought that was it. I'm dying today. I literally thought that was it. Um, my buddy, Josh Streaker, um, who you might have heard of, he he's trains at Jackson Week now. Um, he's fought in Bellator a bunch of times, just fought at LFA. Um, but Josh Streaker was driving and he cut weight too at the time, but he only cut like eight pounds fight at welterweight. Um, but he was driving. I just kept dozing off and like, it felt like, I don't know. I felt like somebody was punching me in the head the entire time until I drank the first sip of Pedialyte. So the craziest thing was just me cutting a lot of weight in one day and being really lightheaded. So nothing too crazy, no pass outs or throw ups or anything like that. A sauna pass out. (laughs) I've never done done the sauna pass out, but it's come close. I do the sauna the least because I hate the sauna. I do it the least. Like I'll I won't go in one anymore. Yeah. (laughs) I I can't do it. People that don't that didn't wrestle or like compete like this, they love Mm -hmm. the sauna. It's like their favorite thing ever. It's like torture. I don't ever want to go in one ever again. Yeah, I, I can't stand them, but you know. They definitely do the job. All right, so I wanted to get your thoughts a little bit more on, um, you know, kind of the the actual day of the fight, uh, primarily yeah. when you're okay. walking in. What's, like, give me a top, give me, like, a top three list of walkout songs that you could think of, just off the cuff. Um, uh, you're Going Down by Sick Puppies. Um anything from waka flaka um let's see nf is always up there like nf on another level um i don't that's from the ufc game but it's such a it's such a good song when i walked out to that i had one of my best title fights ever like i beat that dude down it was great um me versus samaguchi you guys might have even watched that one it's one of the first ones on youtube um but yeah just songs like that like I like a little bit of everything, um, hip hop, heavy metal, um, alternative. I like it all. So it just depends what I listen to during my uh, fight camp that pumps me up. And I, <laughs> I, I imagine that's kind of like the moments like, all right, this is it. Like yeah, uh, this is the your last kind of your last little moment to 
of like yourself to collect your thoughts probably i'd imagine uh, so i don't know did did you guys have any other questions you guys wanted to ask brian here because if not we can move into some of the uh the funner segments with him yeah so like what's like a what's kind of like a routine that you do like while you're in the actual like locker room like beforehand like for me like as a hockey player like i have to put all the stuff on my left side first before i can put stuff on the right side first like is there any like kind of like weird little like thing that you do before every single fight that you need to do in order for you to be successful like a superstition of some sort um nothing too superstitious i know that's a common thing for a lot of athletes um one thing i can tell you guys like the vibe it has to be like I had to have a casual conversation with my coach. I have to go out and walk the venue and see my friends that are there and just, you know, just talk a little bit like normal Mm -hmm. for me. I have to get myself in the state. Like it's just another day. Um, you know, so it doesn't like, I don't like the whole, this is your night. Let's go. I don't, I'm not into that. It just has to seem like just another night. My coach talks all calm to me. We'll talk about a movie that's out or something. Um, I just have to talk like this before You're I get in. Big Clay Guida guy, huh? No, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, no, I gotta, I gotta be relaxed and chill. Which um, there's times. Like I'll be hyped up during the fight or at the end of the fight, but when it's the beginning and you're walking out, the only way to get my butterflies in formation, man, I it's got to be nice and chill, relaxed vibe. Mm-hmm. The crowd has enough energy for everybody, so it's like that's enough to take in, and then mm-hmm. um, then I zone out once from once I'm there. And then you'll see me change characteristics during the fight. Like I'll I'll talk to the guy or I'll scream or I'll do something, but like it it doesn't hit me until like I'm in there doing my thing mm-hmm. i've heard a lot of people say too um uh, you know maybe not necessarily fighters but um like talking to other hockey players like football players like contact sports where it's like i kind of need to get hit once in order to reset myself in like the moment like i need to feel like like i get hit once i'm like okay i'm good i'm ready to go like the butterflies are gone and everything like do you do you ever kind of feel that way too or no um I was talking about this the other day. Um, actually, I was talking about this like when I was leaving work. It hits me because we, uh, by the way, we have two fighters fighting this Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. We have Dominic and we have uh, Coach Shane uh, fighting on um, the Saturday. So I'll be calm. Uh, but I was talking about this with um, one of the fighters. And I was saying when I had my hand out and my coach is wrapping it, that's when it hits me. That's when like all the feelings hit you. Like I'm about to go into combat. Like everything else, it's pretty, uh, seems pretty normal. Um, but literally when you're sitting there, you're getting your hands wrapped in the gauze and all that, that's where it starts getting in your head, start getting in that zone. You try to get your like swagger a little bit, get your mind right. But that's, there's been times where like my stomach just sinks and I'm just like, and I've been shaking. There's times where I've been shaking. It's been a while because, you know, I'm a savage now, but like back in the day, man, it used to really get me there. It still does, but it's more exciting nowadays. Um, I I guess I have a question about the fight camp, like leading up to this past weekend, obviously we know, uh, unfortunate, but I'm just curious because you hear so many stories of guys nowadays, like not sparring at all, sparring very lightly. Like, yeah, I mean, I know if you don't want to give away game plan or training stuff, that's fine. I I was just curious, you know, um, what was kind of the routine um, in terms of that stuff? 
Oh yeah, yeah. The routine I go through. Yeah, this is pretty open. Um, for a lot of guys, it is um, light movement work, um, mm-hmm. and that can be on the it's on the feet and on the ground, um, like um, flow rolling. They call it where you're just rolling into positions, feeling yourself a little bit. Um, you want to build the confidence um, mm-hmm. that week. So your partner is going light. You're looking for things that you've been drilling. Um, you're going into positions that you're practicing for whatever your opponent's looking to do. You just kind of like go through things, game plan, but it's all light work. Yeah. And the goal is to sweat and just to stay, yeah. um, you know, committed to the game plan that you have. So yeah. you got to do stuff like that. So you're still losing weight and uh, mm-hmm. burning the calories before you got to jump in the sauna the last time. But yeah. yeah, it's a pretty chill, laid bad week. You finish sparring. For me, it's like the week before mm-hmm. I have my last sparring round. Um, but yeah, after that, a lot of pad work, jumping rope and uh, flow rolling to keep mm-hmm. it moving. And then the day of the fight, don't do anything. The day of weigh-ins, um, I might do the bath to lose the last two pounds and just sit around dehydrated for <laughs> several hours. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, if you guys don't have anything else, uh, we will move into our non UFC stuff. Um, so Brian, if you're not, if you're not aware, uh, we like to do some, um, some like non UFC things, I guess, to kind of like break up, uh, the podcast a little bit. Uh, we figured it'd be fun for you to kind of come on and, uh, give us some random, random takes about just random questions that, uh, we as people might have. So, uh, the first thing we like to do is play a game called name that state. So I'll read a, a weird headline from a, a news article or whatever, and uh, you guys are trying to have to guess what state it's from. So for this week, um, for name that state, two people were rescued from a chocolate vat at a blank candy factory. Uh, whatever Willy blank, Wonka's chocolate factory is. <laughs> yeah, blank being whatever state you feel like guessing. So, my God, this is a, this is challenging, man. Hold on. <laughs> Sometimes no, he'll no give us the region. Right <laughs> I think the most random thing I can random state I'm gonna go with because I feel like if no one's got it, it's gotta be like like Arkansas or something. Let's see, Hershey's I think is in Georgia, so I'm gonna go Georgia. Uh, it just seems like a weird state. I don't know. I'm gonna go <laughs> right. Uh, uh, fuck, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> that's a good guess. That's, why I guess. Yeah, that's a weird place, man. That's a weird place. I don't know. I like that. You know what the mess up thing is? Is Mike? You said Hershey. Yeah. Hershey's in Pennsylvania. So oh, two fuck. rescued from a chocolate vat at a Pennsylvania candy factory. Oh, <laughs> hey, you had the right idea. I, I I was thinking Coca Cola. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> that's disappointing. I had the right company, right, not so- the right state. All right, so this question is more – yeah, it's close enough. Yeah. We'll give him a half point there. <laughs> yeah, um, half credit. <laughs> all right, so this question is more going to be for Brian because we've already kind of answered this amongst ourselves. Um, Have we? Been, yeah, it's, it's, good. it's a slight – it's a repeat of a question that we've already asked okay. amongst ourselves, but I did want to get your take on this. Um, so would yeah. you rather fight an orangutan oh, yeah, once yeah. a year – but the orangutan has a bat or a chicken every time you get in your car. The orangutan. Oh, wow. 
actually, <laughs> Brian might be the one that can actually take it. I mean, we know we're not yes. winning. <laughs> I got to go with the race. I'm going to prepare every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The race. <laughs> Just because you get, well, like, you, you, you would get an entire year, but you don't know when it's going to happen. Like it's some right. guys just throw you in a van, kidnap just you, and throw fight you ready all year round. I have a question. So <laughs> right. like, is it just like any time throughout that year, or is it every single year on the same day? I feel like it should be on the same day. Because if it's yeah. ever like August twenty third, I have to yeah. fight an orangutan. <laughs> yeah, because that would suck. Like imagine it's like December thirty first, you have to fight an orangutan, and then it's just like next year, January first, you have to fight an orangutan back to back years. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what is this? What is going on? <laughs> All right, I beat your ass yesterday. I have a dude today. <laughs> it's a brother looking for a surprise. I mean, we said chicken, so I don't know. I, I don't think we can. I take like chickens, man. I, I just wouldn't feel right hurting a chicken every day. I, I like chickens. <laughs> I respect so that. I'm fine there, Rankton. Literally multiple times a day, you have to fight a chicken. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't, man. I, I eat them already. I don't want to fight them. <laughs> you got free chicken for the rest of your life. Yeah. You got to make it every <laughs> That's like, true, too. You got like 10 dead chickens laying around. Oh, here we go. <laughs> So yeah, I got a surplus. I can't eat all this. They're like, your kitchen's disgusting. What are you doing here? Oh, you see what happens when I get in my car. <laughs> all right. So we know that we discussed this the first time that you're kind of a big anime guy. Um, Hell yeah. Kind of like, I don't know if you're like kind of a closeted nerd or if you're just like, you embrace her or whatever. Everyone um, knows. Everyone knows. One time this girl came <laughs> in my room and she couldn't stop talking about the 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 stack of 200 Dragon Ball Funko Pops. Like half my room is like Funko Pops, man. And I literally was like, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a childhood right there. I, I live by it. It's in the heart. Okay, so this might then bias your answer here, but yeah. I wanted to ask Superman or Goku? Time. Are you gonna tell me who you believe after this? I'm. I. I don't watch Dragon Ball Z, so I couldn't tell you. I'll. I'll give you an answer after you say it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go Andrew first. Never... I'll go and first. If you want, honestly. we can break the ice and go first. Yeah. No, I, it's Goku. I'm not. I'm not even gonna yeah. mess around. No, Goku. I'm with you on that. I'm with. Jeez. You. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. If you he take is, Superman, he off hated of Earth, that question. He's like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, <laughs> Well, here's my here's my main thing. If you take Superman off Earth, he's not special anymore. What do you mean? But Goku's special everywhere. What do you mean? And he is the baddest motherfucker. Dude, Goku base form is is busting him, and that man's at Ultra Instinct now. Like, what are you? (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yep, I'm with you. And Andrew, you never watched Dragon Ball? No, I never have. You know, I I never quite got into anime growing up i think i didn't even know what anime was when i was watching dragon ball i'll be honest i literally didn't know what it's a sick show (laughs) yeah aren't there like 500 trillion episodes or is that naruto yeah that's naruto Naruto. dragon ball bleach is the ultimate i'm gonna just keep going no isn't that a thousand episodes or no uh one piece piece. one piece that's one one piece piece is the one that's like over a thousand yeah it's like uh 1020 i think yeah. right now i don't I have, watch it but i have like, two friends who've watched it from the beginning and they're up oh. to date with it and i don't and they're like yeah it would take you several years to get yeah. here i'm like yeah, yeah dude and it looks so goofy anyway so i don't know if i can <laughs> it. i'm sure it's good it just looks so ridiculous like he's got long it's 
no dude (laughs) (laughs) just not not for you um okay so so what what other animes have you watched like in recent history like what's a new one that you're kind of up to date with right now attack on titan Okay, yes. let's go. My yes. bad. My yes. fucking man. Let's fucking it's my go, number baby. one. It's my number one. It's so oh, good. Yeah. It's so the fact, good. The fact that I can't figure out if I like Aaron, Rhina, Zeke, yeah. or uh, or Levi. Like these are all. I have four favorite characters. They who always play with are. our hearts so much. Like yes, every uh, episode and, I feel like there's a new bad guy. Like, and, oh, pardon my language, but what an absolute cock tease of an ending this set. This one, Dude, like they're like, I was so mad. They're like, and oh, yeah, we're going to end it this year. And then they're like, psych, here comes one next year. Part like, two. Yeah. Yeah, last like- season part two. I uh, I read the manga because after, um, before season four came out, I just, I I needed to know. There was so much and time. I, uh, I bought them all and read them. And then as the season came out for season four, part one and two, like, I had read that. But then seeing it, it was like it was a new, like it was so sick that it mm-hmm. felt like I didn't even never seen it before. Dude, yeah. the show is so beautiful, man. But th- that's my number one right now. Hell yeah, hell yeah, that's what I love. It's a great one. Oh yeah. Have you watched? So, oh, sorry, go ahead. no. Oh, we'll talk about anime later. We'll talk about anime. Later. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> we're gonna be on. We do two hours on anime. Right <laughs> yeah, now. I'm excited right now. We're gonna have a podcast just for you guys Wait, in anime. One more thing on that note, um, my whole camp my last camp because i got the flu the week before the week of the fight app before the guy backed out mm-hmm. my thing was uh aaron's just keep fighting or fight fight my thing he, like i was when he is the rock yeah <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> yeah that was like my motto like the whole camp was fight fight like dude yeah anyway or uh any any speech that everyone gives yeah <laughs> My soldiers rage. <laughs> Dude, greatest, uh, greatest oh my goodness. Sorry, I'm nerding out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I get it, man. That show will do it. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna stop you guys now because we'll be here all night. We let Coach Brian talk about anime. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so we're gonna do a quick snake draft uh, Mount Rushmore to end um, your interview here. Um, so a couple weeks ago, we did just foul public behavior. Yeah. So I thought since you're here, let's do a draft of foul behavior in a gym. So that could mean like, okay. a tra- like, you know, a training gym, we could talk about weightlifting, um, and, you know, anything like that. So like and what none of us have prepared for this beforehand. So level playing field. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair, fair. So, um, coach Brian, so since you're the guest. Go ahead. You could pick the order however you feel fit. It's going to be a snake draft, though. Okay. So I just have to give things that just foul behavior that there would be or that. Yeah, at a, at a gym. So either at, like, a, an MMA training gym or, like, a weightlifting gym or something like that. Okay. Um, One of them, I would say, would be um, filming everything you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. More more clout chasing than actually doing it for your own self. Yeah, filming yeah. everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, how many do I think? Oh, yeah. do, I think I, do I do more? Yeah, we're going to go. So we're, we're going yeah. order. So it's going to go you, Alex, Mike, me, and then it goes back around. So it's going to be me. Uh, let me write Mike, that order Alex. down so we don't we don't get lost here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens so every time. Snake draft, so you can't repeat whatever anyone else says. 
Okay. So you gotta gotta be quick, you know, um, quick thinking there a little bit, but so but I do like that. Say the order again. Sorry, Brian, Alex. So it's gonna be Brian, Alex, you, and me. Okay. You being it. Mike, me being yeah. Andrew. <laughs> okay, I got. You don't it. have any. You don't have any video watchers. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're gonna lose track even with me keeping track of it. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, this one is a little backstory. When I used to wrestle, uh, like when you wrestle it on the mats, like you're supposed to have like your special shoes for it when you yep. wrestle. And uh, this one kid didn't bring his shoes one day. So he came out barefoot and I had a wrestle with him and his feet smelled so unbelievably bad. It was foul. Like I walked up to the mat, we shook hands cause we we're just rolling around and I smelled it from the handshake. I wanted to puke. It was oh. gross as fuck i've never wanted to wash a mat more in my life so i would say in terms of wrestling a kid going on barefoot was the grossest thing i've ever seen in my life and here i am so bad. just just the norm in jiu-jitsu too yeah man. i was gonna say like alex oh. you should never go to jiu-jitsu oh, <laughs> yeah, i was so gross i wanted to i wanted yeah. to puke <laughs> it was gross <laughs> holy shit yeah so i mean i guess that would be mine like just Absolute barefoot, gross shit. Right. Wrestling, not guy. a foot guy. <laughs> no, not, absolutely like not. <laughs> He's not going for any footlocks. No. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Hi, Mike. Uh, snot rocket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've never seen anyone snot rocket in the gym. It's more of a, more of a weightlifting thing. I've never seen anyone do it in like a rest in a wrestling gym or um like MMA gym. We used to do it in a trash can at wrestling practice, but that's different. But like sometimes you if you go to the export on 59, I guarantee you there's some big Bulgarian guy there that is blowing a snot rocket at any given time. Oh shout out to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great. Right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one that kind of goes along the lines of Alex's, but it's not quite the same. It's when you're rolling with someone in jujitsu and they haven't trimmed their toenails in like a week and a half or two. I weeks. saw that recently. It is it's like terrifying almost. You're like, this dude's gonna yeah. poke my eye out. You have claws, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, I don't want to roll with this guy. It's anymore. essentially another weapon at that point. Yeah. They literally you check your toenails at every event before you fight. They check your toenails and your fingernails just to make sure you're not Wolverine in there. Like, it's it's pretty serious. They really check that stuff. I believe it. Um, okay, so I'm not going to lie, though. I'm guilty of that. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Same. It happens. It happens. You lose track sometimes. <laughs> I had my whole um, neck sliced from a fingernail once, dude. I had a scar from, from it for a while. Jeez. That was, that was, those, those are fun. Um, okay. I'm going to go with people. I'm still going to stick with the feet thing. I don't know why this popped in my head, but people that squat barefoot at a public gym. Doesn't yeah, even look yeah. right. Mm -mm. No, it's so gross. Like, Get what, some flat shoes. Doing? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I understand okay. why they do it. I, I'll be honest, all right. I have done it, but not in a public gym. Like I'll do it at my parents' house. So yeah, it's, like, people, and it's not since, completely barefoot either. It's in socks. But I've seen people like at a public gym, like at Eastern, they would do it. No, yeah, they would. And it's it's, 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 it's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> all right, Mike, you're back up. 
this is more of a personal one. And it depends on what gym you're at, but I know for sure in wrestling, if kids went home without showering, I was just like, okay, we're getting ringworm next week. And that was just more of a more that was more of a personal thing because I was always very susceptible to, to that stuff. I I hated I, I had to shower every day before I went home. And then oh, I yeah. shower when I got home. <laughs> and you still end up getting it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Somehow I get ringworm and potato, God knows what. I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, All right. So I wouldn't say gross, but this is I think more like uh just kind of just bad etiquette in a gym is just hogging a machine or like hogging all of the weights. Like you just have like yeah. a plethora power of just different weights just around your bench. And I like go on the grass. So I'm like, nah, 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 nah. And I'm like, dude, you haven't used it in like 10, 20 minutes. Like, let me just use it for like five seconds. Like it won't take that long. So I think it's just bad etiquette. It's not really gross. Just kind of bad etiquette. All right. Coach Brian, you have two picks. You have what? You have two picks. Oh, yeah, easy. Yeah. Um, stairs, um, like more so, I mean, it works at both gyms, but like stairs, the, the guy that you know is keeps eyeing you down or the lady, mm-hmm. right? For me, sometimes it's the ladies, but like the stairs, like the, mm-hmm. the stairs, like you know that person's looking at you, look up, they look up, they look down, like that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, that one's that one's a bad one. Um, and then the other one I have is when you leave an area and this doesn't apply to mma gyms just because it's just going to happen but mm-hmm. public gyms like where you're lifting and everything you just leave your puddle of sweat yeah, uh, yeah. right there even post covid during mm-hmm. covid like unbelievable so those are two good ones that i uh that drive me nuts yeah that was gonna be mine the pool of sweat one that was yeah. the last one that's just gross as shit it's not preventable and wrestling or yeah. mma gym no not <laughs> it's at just all. gonna it's gonna be there <laughs> that's just that they like that's gonna be on that's what they drip on you like yeah. that's just, yeah. it's like that it's it's the agreement when you signed up <laughs> yeah so like for me like that one is annoying but like if anyone's just like whatever about it it's me but it's still on it's on my list for sure yeah just, you they yeah. should know better mm-hmm. absolutely yeah i would have to wholeheartedly agree uh so is it me yeah it's me yeah it's you uh Last one. No, second to last one for you. Second to last. Oh, second to last. You four okay. picks total. Uh, I don't know, man. All of them are pretty ticking up. I guess. I mean, it kind of depends. Like, if you're at a Planet Fitness and I hear you grunting loud as fuck, that's kind oh, of annoying. Yeah, that's a bad. Uh, one. Like, I understand at some gyms where, like, if you see someone getting like a PR or something like that, and they're like grunting loud, and it's just like the one time, whatever. Yeah, whatever. But it's like. You're at like this gym and it's just like you got a plan of fitness and you're and you're putting like a shit ton of stacks on your side and you're like ah like I just don't want to hear it, man. I don't want to hear you grunting while I'm trying to focus <laughs> like on you're turning super saiyan or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I don't <laughs> want to hear it. Yeah. I don't want to see the hair turn blue on you. Like hey, we're we're done here. Like that's it. Come on, man. So yeah, I would that's definitely one of them for me. That's a good one. Uh, this one it's not, it's not gross it's the most the biggest pet peeve i have of gym etiquette not re-racking your weights yeah dang that was it mine makes me it drives me insane i can't stand it because it, i'll tell you why it's a short story i didn't re-rack the weights at my house once and my dad put all the weights in my bed so i had a, he carried he out of pity carried all the weights up to my room, two two floors from the basement, 
put them all in my bed, put all my covers back over so that when I went to go in bed at night, I found 45s, 25s, whatever the fuck it was. And I had to carry them all the way back down to the basement. <laughs> and I never forgot to re-rack my weights ever again. He was doing that. He's like, not my son. <laughs> like, not my fucking kid. <laughs> respect, respect. Wait, or Andrew? Yeah, I'm going to go with um, those people that, like, I don't know if they can control it too much, but, like, they were, like, profusely sweating into the drinking fountain. <laughs> what godless place were you at? <laughs> I don't know. Like, there I is no like, god there. I've never seen someone visibly recoil so bad in my life. God is <laughs> Eastern was a weird place. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that, that gym was full of. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's gross. Oh, man. Okay, all right. I mean, That's, that was than, it's better than like the kids that you see wrap their whole lips around it, like we said uh, a couple oh, of weeks ago. God <laughs> damn it, that was gonna be mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was a big elementary school thing. <laughs> yeah, oh man, I'm trying to think of like the last one. Um, it's the last one, I got a really last. good one. I think for me, like, I know some people like it's just going to happen. And I think it's a part of rolling as well. But, like, I I just get really grossed out when I'm rolling with someone with, like, really long, uncontrollable hair. And I end up coming out of, like, whatever it is with hair in my mouth. Yeah. Oh, that man. just grosses me out. Yeah, no, no. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That has happened to me once. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I just put it in the back of my mind. Pretend it never happens. Traumatizing. Yeah. See. Couldn't be me. I I hate hair in my mouth. Any sort of hair follicle in my mouth is just irks me. Even if it's the you know what I mean? Like I don't know what it is. I just hate it. I hate that feeling. I've seen this before, and it has to go with the snot rocket. But before someone will squat or deadlift, they spit on the floor and wipe their shoes on it. Like what? What oh, yeah, the fuck this, are yeah. you doing? It's like <laughs> I know in basketball or volleyball they'll lick their hands and then wipe their shoes, which is also disgusting. Um, but like they'll just straight up spit and then wipe their shoes. I'm like, dude, come on! Like someone's trying to do sit ups right next to you. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, at the AU gym, I haven't really seen this like elsewhere, but at our gym, there's a lot of dudes who leave their headbands lying down on their benches. And that's kind of gross because they're all sweaty and shit. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of laying there and they kind of like hang it like over it as opposed to like just like putting it on there. Like put like they, like open it up and put it over the actual like thing. And then oh. when they take it off, they're just like a ring of just sweat oh. around a certain oh. area of the bench. And it was just the grossest thing ever. And it's probably where you're going to go put your head when you go to take the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. My God. <laughs> what the there's just no etiquette left in this world yeah no god forsaken us <laughs> all right brian you're gonna round out uh our pick you got one more i got one more yep all right one more. Uh, my last one is talkers um like being 
Like I grew up in the area I'm at out here in Montgomery, Oswego. Um, and I'm sorry if anyone watched this podcast and you talked to me at a gym, it's, I, it's okay. Okay. You're okay. Yeah. But talkers, man, like when I get to the gym and I get asked a million questions or about the fighting and all that, whatever it is, like I, it's cool to be, um, it's cool to like have a lot of uh, recognition out here. Like in this area, I grew up out here, uh, but every now and then, well, actually all the time when I go to the gym, I'm, I'm there to zone out mm-hmm. from life, from whatever's going on, stressful, work, family, girls, whatever it is, the gym is my safe place. I'm not there to talk about, um, you know, stuff. I mean, I get it. There's times where like, say I have something coming up, people want to talk, but like, it, it gets it gets rough sometimes yeah. like uh you can only you can imagine like it's just like, like hey you're bro, there to I work get into that too can mm-hmm. you tell me more about it yeah let me finish cutting some more away or let me finish my yeah. set or actually no i'm gonna go over here like it's mm-hmm. so talkers that's that's one of my top ones yeah if anything it's a slight head nod and that's it i'm good yeah like yeah, I, yeah, I'm, we're there to work that, that's mm-hmm. kind of my mentality on that it's like i'm here to do something don't want to talk to anybody well i i will say this um i had uh buddies that would be at the gym when i was cutting away and i was sitting in the sauna and mm-hmm. we talked in the sauna it was a good distraction from the pain good talking <laughs> so in the sauna all day like mm-hmm. i would love i love talking to people in the sauna like uh that there like there would always be someone i knew in the sauna at the same time mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so cool yeah whatever but like there would always be someone and they just talked to me and they would know I had a fight coming up. So we would talk about that and like, just catch up and stuff. So that used to help me out a lot back in the day. Yeah. I think I would have to agree with you in some aspects, but I don't have like people coming up to me and asking me about my fights or whatever. Yeah. That's but, a good like, point too. That's a good if, point. <laughs> yeah. But if I like go up, if I go with friends, like, or like if I work out with like a person, a partner, I think we have a mutual understanding that when we're actually working out <laughs> or like we're lifting, we just shut up and just do it. Like, yeah, headphones. Dude, yeah, right headphones it, yeah. locked in. Let's do it. But like when we're going to machine to machine or like to bench to bench or whatever, then we're like, we'll obviously shoot the shit. But like when we're yeah. like doing something, even if we're doing cardio before then, we're like just headphones in, just straightforward. Just don't even look at each other. Just yeah, don't each that other. unspoken I, rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would have to agree on that, unless you know you're spotting. But that's a different story, I think too. Yeah. Right. So. All right, so that that'll round out the uh, the Mount Rushmore of just very not great gym behavior slash etiquette. <laughs> um, thank you, Coach Brian, for coming back on and uh, talking you. to us about this. So it's before we let you guys. go, I do I do want to ask you. Um, so like, what what is like what's what's the the main goal here? Like coming up, like do you have something like you you have in mind? Like hey, like I want to reach. I want to be fighting for this title in a couple of years, or I want to be in this promotion in a couple of years. Yeah. Um, I'm starting with a, uh, a smaller goal, which not really super small, but I'm starting one little goal at a time. Uh, my first little goal is to flip my record. And what I mean by that is I won my debut and you saw, well, I lost four decisions to some tough guys. Um, my record is to rebuild and, um, and show my prime. And uh, that starts with Brant Cooper, fingers crossed. Starts with another guy, Brant Cooper, really similar names. Don't know how that happened. Don't know, <laughs> but um, but it starts with like the list of guys um, that 
we'll take these fights, hopefully take the fights. So I flipped that record over. I talked to an old friend and um, manager, and he was saying, like, you are so talented and your record doesn't even show it. And mm -hmm. we just got to get back in there and get to work, take take the right fights, get the right style matchups, and, uh, and make it work from there. So my goal is just to flip the record and and prove to myself um, I am who I believe I am, who I feel I am uh, when it comes to the sport. But that goal can change based on health and whatever happens. So as of now, I'm tunnel vision on that goal, um, but definitely uh, open to variables and changes. Like I will adjust, I will adapt. Um, but yeah, that's the general goal right now. And then after that, my original goal at age 30, because I turned 30 in March, was to be fighting in Vegas on a pay-per-view my dad to see that changed as soon as I had retina surgery um, in 2017. So I'm not too hard on myself on that goal because so much happened. So I'm just reassessing and starting with this goal. Then we're going to go back. Let's get in Vegas. Let's fight in Japan, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, kind of a segue question off question. I think I kind of know the answer to this because I think yeah. I don't think a lot of people would say no to this in your position, but uh, the ultimate fighter approaches you. Dana White approaches you, says he wants you to be on the ultimate fighter. You have a lot of responsibilities back home here, um, you know, with your gym and everything, but would you take it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I've had, um, I've had a few buddies on the ultimate fighter. I've competed against people from the ultimate fighter that went to the ultimate fighter. Um, when you go in the ultimate fighter, uh, win or lose, which you go in there, you better, you're going to win. But, um, mm -hmm you're cemented in UFC history um, forever. Like if you're on an ultimate fighter, a tough season, you're cemented in the UFC, like, like record books and, you know, just you're part of the UFC and say, you don't, you don't win the, the finale. If you're good and Dana White likes you, you have fights in the UFC after the ultimate right. fighter mm -hmm. or you're first on their list to get a short notice fight um, to jump on a car. Like that's just, like you'd be silly not to take that. So that one for sure. And from my buddies who have been on it, like it was just huge um, openings after that. Like a lot of opportunities came forward once they did that. So yeah, that's a hell yeah, for sure. It's kind of what I figured. It's kind of that yeah. I was getting out. It is a scary, it is a, a scary thing. Cause you don't have your, you don't have your phone. You're like right. mm -hmm. to yourself with a bunch of dudes for like a while, man. <laughs> and they're probably all like, wild up here so you gotta like deal with that so like there's mm -hmm. challenges but it would totally be worth it so i would the just scariest part for you be the cameras constantly on your face i like cameras on me um okay <laughs> i'm very photogenic and stuff like that would be cool because then my friends could watch it and be right. like uh that is what brian would be doing oh he would say that he wouldn't <laughs> like that guy that's true like that would be cool for people to see <laughs> All right, so um, I don't know if you, you guys don't have anything else. Uh, I think we can let we can let Coach Brian go. Um, before we go, you know, we'll give you give you a plug here. You know, if there's anything you want you want to get out to the people, let them know um, what's going on in your life, or you got anything coming up that you want to announce. Um, man, after everything that's happened recently, I mean, let's just say August twentieth, I'm supposed to compete, and um, it's looking like it will be Brant Cooper fingers crossed um so keep an eye out for that guys um looking at 
start this goal again, staying in shape. I will be in great shape for August 20th. Hopefully things work out, but yeah, that's really it. Just getting, staying ready for that and uh, doing my thing. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for coming back on. Uh, really appreciate you giving your time, um, especially, you know, working real late hours and stuff like that and uh, staying off with us. We, we really appreciate it. Thank you so yeah, much. You guys were awesome. Obviously, we have a good time. We can have a good conversation. The anime, the fighting dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is fun. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. We again, it's it's a huge help. We love you having you on. You're, you're definitely our favorite to have on all the time. So, yes, you know, we, we love to keep having you back every single time we could. Absolutely. Yeah, anytime, guys. I'm always, we're always open for it. All right. See you, Coach Mark. All right. Yeah, thank guys. you again. Peace. Thank you. Work Peace. To do. Thank you. Enjoy those reaches. <laughs> thank you. Whoosh. All right, guys. That was Brian Akins. Thanks again for him, to him for coming back on. Um, our first reoccurring guest. Um, always uh, awesome to talk to the guy. He's just he's really great, dude. Uh, so let's, with that being said, let's get into our picks for the upcoming uh, 275 card. Um, this one, I am I am so excited about. It's going to be a huge one. Singapore, two title fights. And honestly, Right now, a third title fight, if you want to consider it that. Third title and and might, might we also add the uh, the fight, the fight that got me into watching the UFC was yeah, Ilana and was it huh? two forty nine? Which one? Yeah, the Whaley Ilana fight, the first one, two forty nine. Yeah, I I don't remember the exact number, but it's the first. That was the first card I truly remember being like, wow, how is – this is great. How do I watch more of this, and is this legal? <laughs> 248. How yeah. is this legal? 248, yeah. 248. 249 was Ferguson Gaethje. That oh. was the one that got me into it. That was like the first fight I've ever watched was Ferguson yeah. Gaethje. But let's be honest. I love that first fight so much. I'm so excited. Actually, okay, and we can get into it later. But I am very excited for it. Very excited for the whole card. Yeah, it should be a banger of a card. Uh, A lot of lot of familiar names. Um, And uh, you know, we have. I mean, I know we're gonna we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but Andre Fialo's fighting on this, and Mm -hmm. I mean, he's always an electric name to pop up, especially like kind of a young prospect, kind of coming up, making his way through the welterweight division. So it's a it's a very exciting time for. uh, for this card to come around right now and see Fialo back out there. So he fought like two months ago, right? Yeah. Like he'd fights like every other day. Yeah. He should have been, <laughs> he should have been one of our picks for our, uh, for our draft. Yeah. Shit. At this rate, he's got, he fought. No, he fought last April, month. April, April and May. Sorry. Yeah. He fought. Right, holy yeah, shit. Let's, let's... He fought three times this year. Yeah. Pereira, uh, Baez, or Baeza, and Van Camp. All right, let's hang on. Hang on to this. Hang on to this. All right, let's get into the prelim picks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're getting way ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Just hang on to this. Like, like I said before, good stuff. Let's hang on to it. <laughs> uh, Stop, man. Stop. Oh, I understand we're halfway through the episode, but I do want to apologize for not having a mic. Do I sound terrible? I have to sound terrible. No, you don't sound that bad. Really? 
Yeah, I don't have a microphone. It is what it is. Yeah. I don't have a microphone. Um, so as of right now, going off my, my AirPods, basically, and Alex is going to have to edit the episode. So um, sucks to be him. Yeah. yeah, it is what it is. All right, yeah. let's get into the prelim picks here. Um, I don't know, which fight did you guys want to start out with? Uh, let's start with the very second. Yeah, the very second the very car- fight on the card. Uh, me and Alex were thinking the same thing here. Uh, it is Silvana Gomez Juarez versus Liang Na. Uh, that is the women's starlight bout. I was thinking Liang Na at uh for by submission for plus two fifteen. I was also kind of thinking the same thing as Mike mentioned. I mean, we've seen uh. Silvana fight Demopolis last time, and we saw that she, yeah, she did indeed rock her. But as soon as she got to the ground, she got right in trouble, and she really couldn't do anything on that ground right there. So, and uh, Liang's a little bit more of a wrestler, less a little more wrestle minded. So, I think if she just kind of pressures that ground takedown and then gets her into submission, it'll be a very, very nice mm-hmm. little uh, submission win for us and a good. Great start to the night if you bet this and it hits, which it will hit because, you know. So, actually, before we get any deeper into it, um, I don't even know if we were recording yet, but I mentioned that I'm going back to my old ways. And by that, I, I'll, I'll uh, emphasize or emphasis on that. Um, so, before we started this pod, <laughs> I put the emphasis <laughs> on the wrong syllable. <laughs> anyway. Before we started this podcast, me and Lee used to send, as an Andrew, used to send our picks to our boys every Saturday, pretty much. And that's why we started this podcast in the first place. But I was really good at it back then because I literally just went off pure instinct. I mean, you could say analytics at the time. And ever since we started, not ever since, you know, a couple of times, I've been like, oh, you know, gut feeling or this and that. Like, no, that's just what I think. But I like have almost, almost always, not almost always, I barely ever have something to back it up with, but I would win. And now I'm just overthinking it and I'm trying to like overanalyze and I lose. So I'm very, very pissed that I keep having to refund my fucking account almost every weekend. So we're going back to just straight analytics. If I have an analysis, I'll say it. If I don't, I got nothing for you. It's just a gut instinct. First, for, I look at a fight, I go, I like that one. This is what I want. That's it. Here's maybe a reason why. Here's not maybe a reason why. Boom. Done. Quick and easy. I don't hate that. I, I really don't just because you're right. I mean, it's been a very um, trying couple of weeks for us. <laughs> it really has been. <laughs> So like, I'm no, gonna try out I'm, just going with the gut for a little bit, see if it works. <laughs> you know what the, the, uh, the messed up part things. The messed up part too is like I think we made a good amount of money on the card that we didn't podcast for recently. Yeah, the the one the last one that we missed, we all yeah. made. We were all like doing really well. <laughs> yeah, we all did really well. We all had our good picks and just going, and we put it, none of it to recording, and it's yep. great. So and now we're so liars. Yeah, so now we, we we just we just take our we uh we just show our winners. <laughs> yeah, we're only gonna show the winners. <laughs> um, 
Okay. So I wanted to, I was a bit worried about this fight um, doing the small amount of research that I actually did for this card. Unfortunately, this is why you're going to hear mostly from Mike and Alex. Um, but from what I, what I've seen, uh, Nas cardio worries me a bit. So I think if you're going to go, if we're going submission here, I think it needs to be in that first round. Um, my thoughts are that, you know, since, you know, Juarez did get tapped out by two very good wrestlers in Loopy and, uh, well, Godinus. yeah, Demopolis, right? Mm, Demopolis. And, um, you know, and she was, she was working Demopolis on the feet a little bit too. So, um, you know, I, this one feels too much like a coin toss for me. I, I did want to stay out of this one, I think, but, um, just to kind of play the devil's avocado, if you will. Well, fuck your avocado. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this girl's special is literally the armbar, like this Leon N- Naga girl, and like, jeez, sorry, sorry, uh, oh, a little, the linguistics aren't really great right now. Uh, uh, so mo- her specialties are armbar, and I mean, Savannah literally just got her arm taken down by two very good wrestlers, and I think uh, I think now I'll be able to do it. So it's kind of where I'm at with that. All right. Um, did you guys want to talk about the next fight? Because uh, I, I think I, 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 had, I had a bit of a pick on this one. Oh, yeah. Alex, you had something, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, but, but, oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, Dana? Dana? Yeah, uh, let's go with that. Yeah. Uh, I have him by knockout. That's uh, a great And this one is strictly U- uh, UFC math. Uh, they both faced Brandon Davis in recent years. Uh, I love it. I love it. And Brandon Davis got knocked out by uh, Betagero. Betagero? How do you say this guy's name? I'm really bad with names. If you could. Uh, Betagero. Betagero? Yeah, Betagero. Maybe, uh, maybe. I mean, maybe. I, I, I don't know. Andrew's usually the, the linguistics guy. He's usually yeah, our. Uh, he's, he's our John Anik. Yeah, he's usually really good with the names <laughs> there. Uh, and then okay. them dealing with custody battles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. I know. That was all time. Yeah, yeah, that was Andre Ewell. That was Andre Ewell and other guy. I've yet to see their kid in a custody battle for two months. Thank you. Oh, yikes. Shit. Yeah. Uh, no, but they both played Brandon Davis. Uh, Ho Kang went to a split decision with him, and uh, Beckerl Donna went to a knockout via elbows, if I'm not mistaken. Knees, punches, and elbows. So uh, I will take, I, I, yeah, I'm just going to go by knockout. Strictly MMA math. This is strictly MMA math. I, I'm not even going to lie to you and pretend like I was like, oh, I, I love this dude or whatever. Like, it, it is strictly MMA math. I'm, I'm sorry. Not really, no. We're going really. off of analytics and MMA math this week. Yes, sir. Um, Mike, did you want? Did you may have a pick on this fight? No, I didn't have anything on this one. All right, Alex. Uh, I think you're uh, wrong. <laughs> wrong. Just wrong. Just totally okay. wrong. I could be wrong. wrong about the knockout. All right, so for this one, I really like. I really like that Kang does. Um. You know, he's very aggressive. You know, he's he's very aggressive and he's very consistent, I think, in his performances. Um, you know, a lot of his a lot of his game is built on pressuring uh, and wrestling. 
um, which I guess could lead to a knockout. Uh, as always, you know, the guy kind of walking forward um, can't put himself in, in an area that can be harmful for him. Um, I do expect him to – he's probably going to have to weather a storm or two. Uh, oh, my God, Andrew. We saw this guy fight. Yeah. He's the guy I got spinning backfisted. He did. He did, yes. Oh, my God. That's right. I totally forgot about this guy. <laughs> Holy shit. Jesus Christ. So, I think – I. You know what's I you know what's crazy about that fight too is he was winning that fight. Yeah. And he got knocked out. Um, so and what we saw out of him was an aggressive wrestling background come out. And I I, I think that he can grind his way to a decision victory here. So I'm taking Kong by decision. However, I mean he's a plus one thirty dog. I would feel comfortable taking his money line as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still totally not gonna go with that and shade you. <laughs> I, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I'm going with my analytics here. I'm going with my MMA math, and uh, Storm is going to be the one who's coming out on top. And Mister Perfect will be perfect no longer, even though he's not perfect with the 17 yeah. record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we get to talk about the guy that you guys wanted to talk about. Yes. Yeah. So speaking of knockouts, uh, <laughs> we have Andre Fiala by knockout here against Jake Matthews. Now, do I really, uh, do I really know this Jake Matthews guy all too well? I know, I know his name a little bit. I remember him, him beating Diego Sanchez, but that's you know, Diego Sanchez of recent years, and we've kind of seen that not really go over well for him. Uh, but yeah, I under Fiala by knockout. He's a new up and coming guy. I mean, we've just seen him starch motherfuckers left and right. Like, I can't bet against him. It'd be an absolute. It'd be idiotic to bet against Fiala at this point, with just like the waves he's been making in the last couple of like couple months. So yeah. I, I would just feel stupid betting against him. I mean, he's he's already fought three times this year. Yeah, this would be number four. We definitely should have. Someone should have drafted him. Yeah, but I'm gonna go. I'm also going Fiala knockout on this one too. I, I, I think his fight against Pereira was did such him such an injustice on his debut, um, setting him up as someone that's like absolutely insane. And obviously well, he, Fiala he is a stepped very, in on short notice as a replacement. Yeah, yeah. And then he's so technical and so like he's such a good boxer that you know, it probably on a debut short notice. I'm not saying he would have won, but and he did have a, very, a good performance. Like, I'm not shitting on him, but I don't know. I just – he's so clean. I love the way he fights. So, I'm, I'm going Fiala knockout as well. Hell yeah, brother. Ride or die I together, baby. I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's this will be the first time I think we really get to see how Fiala is going to do against a guy who is, um, you know, fairly well-rounded, you know, wrestler. You know, Jake Matthews does have a very fundamentally sound boxing game. Um, but I think where it stands out is his, his ability to take the fight to the ground. And I guess we'll see we'll see how well Fialo is able to, um, you know, to, to hold up in, in in a fight like this because he really hasn't been that, – that skill set has not been tested. Yeah. Portuguese. Um, we'll see how, how good the Portuguese are at wrestling. Ah, I see all right, let's move on to the next fight, you guys. Uh, which one did, did you guys have anything for the Garcia Heiser fight? No, nah, 
No, I mean, yeah, I don't really know this guy. I, I think, like, I think I remember people when I was reading where a lot of people were agreeing with uh, Garcia to go by decision or by knockout here. Um, but that's really all I remember, like, seeing on the guy, like, to be honest. <laughs> Fuck you, Garcia, knockout. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, hey, I, when I looked at Garcia's record and his wins, like, a lot of them were by knockout, especially in recent history. So, like, but so is this other guy. Like, this other guy got a lot of knockouts on his under his name, too. So, I'm not really sure, like, not really sure who I'm picking here. And I don't really know the names too well on either side. So, I'm, All right. I'm not All right. Let's really... Let's go on to the, the next yeah. one. Choi versus Kulibao. Uh, uh, I don't have anything to the main card anymore. Yeah, I don't have anything. I have something on the next one, but I don't have anything for this one either. All right, all right, all right. This is guys. This is what happens when uh when my computer shuts down. Um, you don't have an you know, outline. I gotta rely. I gotta be like, hey guys, can you run the show for once? And then they fall apart. So well, we didn't know we were running the Blame show them. until we already were until the absolute last minute, man. You know, know. Prep. <laughs> <laughs> and when we were trying to prep, you're on us. You're like you're podcasting ahead. <laughs> like, all right. No, 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 no. All you have to do is say which fights you want. Talk about not necessarily explain why you like those fights before uh, we're podcasting. Right. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right. All right. Brandon Allen, Jacob Malcoon, Alex, what do you got? Brandon Allen by submission. Or you could double chance it with submission decision. I kind of like that. I like Brandon Allen. Jacob Malcoon just really hasn't been like, I guess, wowing me too much on his last couple fights. So I kind of like Brandon Allen a little bit more. This is just personal preference, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I just want Brandon Allen. Plus, what a great nickname. A little all-in. No, I have Allen by submission, probably. That's probably what I'm just going to ride with today. Uh, for That's him. 150. So. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think from what we've seen from Malcoon is that he is always matched up against – he's been matched up against some dudes that starch – guys like they're known for first round knockouts i mean phil hawes um he survived early trouble um against uh who was it alasan and then uh i think aj dobson as well um but from those fights that i remember um you know doing the the research or whatever was that he got he was a very hittable fighter yeah yeah big target the guy yeah guy gets hit a lot. Um, you know, and Brandon Allen, he's I think he's just far more well rounded than Malcoon is. Um, I don't see a reason why Allen would bother trying to even engage this fight on the ground if he can just touch him up early and often. Uh, we could be looking, I think, at either and I don't. I was having trouble trying to figure out if I liked Allen by decision or Allen by a knockout. Like I don't, like I, I think Allen's going to win, but I don't feel confident picking the money line for sure. Yeah, yeah the money line I feels mean, good as like a like a parlay stuffer, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really like the reason why I think it's going to go to the ground is because Brandon Allen's most of his wins are like submission wins, like his finishes and. He's too much of like an actual like heavy of a favorite in order for me to want to just bet his money line straight up. And I don't yeah, think that's kind of what I was thinking. 
but it's kind of what I was thinking like maybe like let's just throw him like in a parlay stuffer and just be like hey you know this is a guy I think we think's gonna win but it's gonna be tough to yeah I, I would say if you're gonna do that do like decision or submission I'd say it's gonna get to the ground at one point here and one of these two are gonna try to go for submission I think Brandon Howard is just gonna win that down on the ground. Uh, he's he's still got a mullet, so I'm a little worried. Uh oh. Remember the last Big time a mullet guy fought? That's true. Although no, no mullet guys like, are like probably I mean, 0 and 10 this year. No, no. Um, didn't uh, damn it. What's his name? The heavyweight, the British heavyweight. Uh Thomas. He's fighting. Doesn't he have a mullet kind of now? Kind of. It's not as, as aggressive as mine, but, you know. It's not as aggressive. It doesn't flow as well. Uh, but I think it's a mullet enough to call him in the mullet gang. That's true. It's possible, yeah. I, I, I can't remember what he looks like because the last time he fought, I, I, didn't, I didn't get to see it. He's fighting it oh, in July, God. though. He is. Um, okay, let's move into the main card here. This is a very short um, – event kind of for a pay-per-view like usually mm. we're looking at like a um like a 15, 15 16 fight yeah yeah like we hard, we're only at 13 so i i didn't know i didn't notice any uh any fights dropping out did you guys see anything about that no no i got everything intact right, great great podcast <laughs> <laughs> wait wait what do you like what do you mean like someone a fight got canceled or something anyone like yeah, did anyone drop out or anything? Or any fights I didn't see anything on dropouts or anything like that. Like, the no. only thing I know is that Vittori and Whitaker were supposed to be on this main card, and that's it. They are. They were supposed they to were. be, like, a long time ago. Like, they were announced to be on this card. Boo. But, like, they were supposed to be on this card, but I, I, I don't know why they got canceled. I just know that they did get canceled. And this, that was a canceling that happened a while ago. So, okay. Yeah, I still oh, got the fight. That would have been, that would have been a not fight. That would have been yeah. so much fun to yeah. watch. Well, they're they're scheduled to fight soon, aren't they? Yeah, they have to be. Yeah, so I'm um, pretty sure when that happened, that's when Della Madalena and Amiv, which is the next September third, kind of came up. Mm. So, all right, let's uh let's use that as a great segue to move into the first fight on the main card. Uh, like Alex just said, Jack Della Madalena. Against Ramon Amiv, uh, mm-hmm. you know how do you how do you guys feel like this one's going to go down? Uh, I have uh, Della Medellina by knockout, straight up. We saw his hands last time. We know he's a great great striker, uh, and I, I yeah, I mean that's. Really, it man, he's just a great striker. He's electric to watch. I mean, he was really fun to watch in the contender series against Angelosa. And you know, again, his his knockout, which was like that counter left against uh, um, oh shit, what's his name? Uh, Pete Rodriguez. Sorry, I just had to read that. Pete Rodriguez. Uh, I mean, he just he just has great hands. Uh, he he has a great upwards game, stand up game, and I'm it would be kind of stupid to go against today. So uh, I'm going with him by knockout. Yeah, I just have a money line in the parlay. As long as he can stay off the ground, that he should be fine. 
Absolutely. I think I, I would love to see uh, Melina win this fight just because he, you know, he, he, he just has a much more entertaining style. I think it's just wishful yeah. thinking here. <laughs> like, yeah. it maybe is mean, just very, like, he's very neutralizing. Like, he's very much going to control you and uh, into a finish. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Medellin is just going to punch your face in. Yeah. Uh, typical Russian. Which, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. <laughs> I'm very appreciative of the ground game, but sometimes I want to see them get knocked out. <laughs> like, they can't always win. <laughs> I mean, it seems to be the fucking trend lately. Holy shit. But yeah. No, I got I just got Madalena Moneyline as part of the parlay that we'll cover later. All right. Let's go into the next fight. Um, this fight I am very excited about. Mm-hmm. It's uh Manel Cape and Rod- Rogerio Bontarine. Alex say say uh, Rogerio Bontarin. Bon- <laughs> yeah. Bontarin. I don't know why. I just like how you say it. Um mm-hmm. all right, uh, let's hear it, guys. Uh, what do you guys got here? Manuel Cape, knockout, plus 130. Uh, Bontarin's kind of on a, on a cold streak. Um, <clears throat> Cape is riding a little bit high right now. Um, I, I just, he, he's so exciting to watch. I just, I'm kind of, it's a personal thing. I'm rooting for him. Um, he's up and coming. He's ranked 14th right now. I'd love to see him get in the top 10 and get some better chances. I mean, knockouts aren't all that common in flyweight, but, you know, he's got, pretty good fucking power for a, a flyweight. So I'm just riding with that. I don't want to take his money line. And I, I don't see this fight even going to the ground, honestly. I mean, it might, but no, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I was about to say, Bonserine's really good on the ground. So um, I would just kind of hope that Cape stays away from that. And if, as long as, like you said, he does that, I think it's an easy win for Cape here. We're going to – Let's go crazy here. Uh, I mean, the only mm-hmm. guy who's really been able to just absolutely put the lights out of Bontarine has been Kai Car France. Yeah. Um, that's Alex's guy. Yeah, that's my this is man crush right there. That's my fucking boy right there. I fucking <laughs> love that man so much. Uh, but let's get real crazy here. I'm going to say the trust me, bro, for me is going to be Cape by first round knockout. Oh. Along the lines. That's a spicy boy right there. That's a spicy one right there. Why is it spicy? Why is it spicy? Yeah, I mean, Bontrain just gets, like, his defense isn't bad, but against guys who are just top of the division strikers, yeah, he gets he gets touched up a lot. Yeah. A lot. And we know, um, we know that Cape is just an electric athlete. Um, dude's just over-the-top explosive for – for in comparison to the, the division, right? Like yeah. you don't see a lot of these guys have that, um, you know, they have those quick spurts in the, in the Bantam weights, but you know, none of them are really like powerful, powerful nuclear yeah. athletes like him. So, um, you outside know what? Of I, like, I love the first outside of Figgy and Kai Car France and him. And that's about it. Yeah. Excuse yeah, me. So, I had pizza um, for dinner two nights in a row. This is not good. So you're having you're having some some issues there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it's not a good look right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's let's go back into the fight that 
is going to be fight of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to, it is my, again, my favorite fight ever. It is still my number one. Um, the greatest fight in women's t- uh, title history. Mm-hmm. Arguably the greatest fight in UFC history, honestly. I would, I there. mean, it's easily, e- easily a Hall of Fame fight. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, so, wouldn't it be really, sick if they announced that? Oh, at, I, in I, Singapore? Hope they do. I hope they do. Dude, that would be, be so cool. sick. Um, this, this, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. No, what were you saying? I was, I was going to say that fight was like two years ago now. Uh-huh. Over two years ago. It yeah. was just it was the fight. It was March it was of uh, 2020, just before it was the like lockdown. The fight. It, was, yeah, it was like the fight and then lockdown. It was yeah, they just had, before they, it happened. That card in Brazil the following week with no crowd. And then they didn't go again until May. Yeah, and then they had to go to like the Buy Star in Jacksonville for a while on that yeah. fight. But anyways, um okay, so Whaley Zhang and Yoani and Jacek, what do you guys got? Not to go the distance. I think really? they're finished this time. Wow. Um and my main reasoning behind that is, and I hate to say this, like I, the hype might be a little too high for me. Johanna hasn't fought since that fight. As two years ago. Whaley, yeah, it's over two years ago. Whaley's fought three times since then or two? Two times, and it's both against the, well, former champ, Rose. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, hope, I really do hope it is a great fight that lives up to – the hype of the first one, it, it's. I don't think it's going to be as great as the first one. It would be sick if, if it was. There's no way. There's no there, way. Yeah. There's like, there's like no way. But I, I just don't see it going five rounds. Like I, obviously, Joanna is a world class fighter, and she's one of the best of the best in her division. Former champion as well. Um, I just, I can't imagine taking two years off and coming back, and being the same. And it's not like she wasn't training. Like, she obviously was. Um, it's just it's just some, uh, something about it. I'm like, I don't, I don't think it's going to go well. Um, but I expect it to still be very entertaining. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, do you guys I have – like, I, 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 my pick for this one's going to be – I'm going with Zhang. Um, I, I – <laughs> It's so hard to tell, like you said, because there has been such a long time in between, and so much has changed mm-hmm. um, since those fights, ha- since that fight happened. Uh, but you know, I just thinking, like going through my notes here, um, you know, I, 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 I think Jang did a, you know, I think she should be able to find her left hook um, in this fight. You know, like her, her previous fights, being able to try and catch Rose Namajunas is a very difficult task to do. Um, being able to counterpunch her, uh, someone who moves that well is just, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's incredible. I, I imagine it's incredibly difficult. Um, the thing for me is, you know, Jacek's pace, like her pressure, her constant in your face style is really what gives Wei Li problems. It's what kept young Jacek in that fight in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think being three rounds is actually going to help Whaley oh, more than Joanna. This should you know, not be you, a three round fight. I don't care. No, what anyone says. I think it's criminal. I think it's criminal as a three round fight. 
Um, but you know, but hey, you know, if they maybe they didn't want to do five rounds, maybe they maybe they said, I want to live, I don't want 10 years taken off my life because of two fights. Yeah, I don't blame them. <laughs> no, I don't because blame they them definitely all. left, they definitely left a piece of themselves in that first fight in the ring. Oh, um, yeah. so but yeah, I, like I said, I think this being three rounds bodes well for Whaley. Um, you know, to be able to maintain, you know, be able to maintain that that level of um, activity for after three rounds is going to be a little bit easier than the previous fight with that five rounds. Yeah, she doesn't have to pace herself as much. Not that, no. it, and honestly, I don't think like she does pace herself really well uh, most of the time. But like, I don't know. I always feel like her cardio is on point. Um, it maybe, is. It's. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just no, saying Yoani and Jacek. Whenever she's fighting, she is on her bike. Yeah. Yeah. She is moving. Yeah. So like, it, it's it it definitely will. Because I who won those last who run, who won rounds four and five? I don't even remember. I'm gonna have to watch that one before Saturday. <laughs> Dude, I've tried scoring that fight so many times, and every time I try, I end up just being like, "This is incredible." I forgot what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. It's so like I can I can never be a judge ever in my life. It's like I would just be like, oh holy shit. Yeah, I'd be like, oh shit. Oh shit, did you see that? <laughs> the judge, other judges are like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Fuck this decision. We're, we're standing up, we're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pointing at Rogan in DC. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> They're like, do oh your job. I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, Alex, uh, what's your uh, what are your thoughts on this? Um, Whaley all the way, baby. That's it. That's all I got from you, man. I mean, honestly, I I never had the pleasure of really watching this fight. I just seen highlights of it and things like that. No, I'll was give you my goddamn play. ESPN Plus account. You're watching this fight. <laughs> uh, and uh, actually, it might be free on YouTube if you if you look it's, at it. It's 100 free on ESPN Plus. Yeah, you have our ESPN Plus account. Yeah. So go on there once the show wraps. Just go on there and watch it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I haven't had the pleasure of watching this fight yet, but I, I I've known and seen clips, and I know it's a banger. Uh. Whaley came out on top in there, and I just don't see how it happens again. I mean, Mike really made a really good point too with uh, Drajankit. Like, she hasn't fought in two some odd years. Like, you know, you don't really come back from that and just like come right back into the storm of things. Start, you know, start throwing throwing down and like staying with the best. So, and uh, Whaley's up there, so that's that's a really hard challenge for her. And I mean, we'll just have to see. I mean, I really, I really don't know. I am excited to see this fight. Coming coming back again, and hopefully it's a hopefully it's a banger of a fight. That's yeah. really all I hope for. I don't really have any like sort of bets on this one, but I would think Whaley would win this by decision. Mm-hmm. So I I like it. Um, let's go on to the co-main event. Um, it's time for Mike's one of Mike's wives to fight. No 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 no. This is the ultimate. Okay, the bullet. This is the. This is the goal the, in life. Like just to get kicked in the head by her. I should have never said that. <laughs> Alex, you ever heard that story when we were at the party? No. So like we're watching, I can't remember who she was fighting, but we're literally sitting yeah, there. I mean, watching. it was it, it wasn't a party. Remember, it's Jennifer Maya. We were at Steve's house. 
Yeah, I think it was just like a couple of guys or whatever, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> "We're sitting there watching the fight." And he's like, "Oh my god, I wish you would just kick me in the head." <laughs> <laughs> Jessica I style. Oh no, <laughs> dude! I don't like. Fuck. Uh, I have no words. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys, what do you guys have on this? Uh, Shevchenko can boy. win any way she wants, but I'm gonna say she wins by knockout, plus two hundred. I would have to agree, knockout bullet. I don't no know. Bullet. I just think I we've we say this so much, and we say it about we've said it about Amanda Nunes in the past before, like another lamb to the slaughter. Like doesn't matter who she fights, she's gonna win. But I don't know what it is about Valentina. It's it's just it feels different. Like all bias put aside, like I don't ever think she's like when it's fight camp time, it's fight camp time. That's it. There's nothing else. Um, yeah, like she's gonna go shoot her guns and you know, do whatever she wants because she's a champ and she's the best. But like I never get a clue or shred of distraction or off focus and we know what she looks like in there every time it's picture perfect um everything is just airtight and no mistakes and she can win any way she wants um i don't know she's that's honestly probably why i'm such a fan of her is that she's just there every single time 100 percent. yeah um, even up. if she's injured you can't even fucking tell because she's a russian spy and like will kill 90% of the population. Uh, but like I don't know. I just it, I just don't I don't think she's gonna lose. And that that's just she's not gonna lose. So so real quick, a little piece of trivia for you guys. Okay, so we obviously know she's lost twice against Amanda Nunes. Yeah. She has lost mm-hmm. one other fight professionally. Who was okay. it against and when did it happen? All right. Well I I can't say that again. I can't say because I'm already literally I'm I was already on her record. So wait, what who, was the, who did what she the... who did she lose to and when did it happen? Oh fuck, I know this one. God damn it. Hold I'm on. looking at the record already. Like I you when you asked this, so I couldn't even like not even get a pitch in on this one. Is it is it someone I should know? Yeah, it's yes. Holly Holm. No. No. No, no wait, that, that's a bad guess. Holly Holmes never – well, Valentina used to be 35. Oh, my God. Not Cyborg. She actually has two different losses, but one's in a different thing. Uh, I mean, she's only lost three times. Is it? Is it Misha Tate? Nope. No. It's Liz Carmouche. Oh, that's right. That's right. I was going to go uh, – TKO retirement. And yeah, I have no idea what that means. And she technically lost in a decision against Kong Wang in kickboxing in 2015. Yeah, 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 we know, yeah, it doesn't we don't count. Yeah, I, I was. Just they weren't even in the UFC for that. No, no they were C3. I've never heard of C3. Well, it happened in 2010. So, I mean, we weren't really. This is true. Um, okay. I. I... I just like I. These are like the. Uh, these are the fights I just don't. T- I don't touch. There's no point. I feel like in doing it. Yeah, she's like I a six hundred point favorite. 
Yeah, she's a huge favorite. You know, <laughs> if you pick, if you pick how she's gonna win, like she she can do it all. She yeah, that end the fight any way she wants. If she wanted to just sit there and just punch Santos in the face a hundred times and go to a decision, I'm sure she could do that too. Yeah. And she, I here's the other thing too. I feel like she always goes for the finish somehow. Like outside yeah. of the Jennifer Maya fight, like she's always moving forward. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, but you're right. Yeah, she can. She can literally probably sit in the corner and like play defense all day and counter punch and still win. <laughs> but yeah, I want the knockout. She's an unreal fighter. Like it's really <laughs> just like a pleasure to watch her. So like, just kind of hard to determine what she was going to win by. But we'll just fuck it. Let's just say the knockout. Let's just have some fun here, yeah. boys. Let's just. Have- I, I am really looking forward to a lot of damage. Shout out to Darren Elkins, the damage. Let's, but like, I, I just want a lot of knockouts and a lot of subs this weekend. I don't, this, I don't, I, we, we're due for a big card like that. Yeah. This weekend is going to be one of those weekends where we're just betting on what we want to see. Yeah. And, and we're this betting what on the heart knockout. wants. Always go with your heart. <laughs> we're going with the Mike old way, which is the new revised way. And we're going with <laughs> what we want to see and what we're going to get. And we're betting with our hearts. And our gut feelings. Let's do it. Knocked out. Well, whenever Valentina, whenever pull it against Talia Santos. Jesus. Shut up, Andrew. There's no analysis here. We're going straight knockout, baby. Bang, I, bang, I wasn't bang. gonna go. I wasn't gonna go for analysis there. I was simply gonna oh. say whenever Valentina is involved in a fight, you will you won't catch Mike dead betting against someone else. Yeah. I bet you don't bet on Santos. I wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> he always does it. Um, okay, so last fight of the night. Um, you know, it's it's kind of nice seeing the, uh, the the light heavyweights getting some love in the pay per views. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, these uh, these title shots have been these title fights have been free. Um, so it, it's kind of good to see that uh, the division is getting some recognition here, even though it's not my favorite division. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be the champ Glover Teixeira finally being able to pull out. Uh, you know, get back into the title um, against the number two contender, Yuri Prochotka. Um What do you guys have for me on this one? I, I was, you know, I'm before you guys are, I'm sorry. I am um, surprised to see Prochotka be such a favorite. Yeah. I don't know, but that, I feel like everyone looks at his last fight and they're like, oh, yeah, no, he 100%. He's, I, I'm betting him. And that's it. That's all you hear. I just don't know if Yuri's been tested like this against like a like in terms of his grappling and wrestling, right? Like who's his like last big like wrestler that like Ozdemir? Yeah, uh, Vulcan Ozdemir. Yeah. And is he at, but, is he like, at any, like but he's not he's not a he's not a huge wrestler. I mean he's considered a striker, but he, he knows wrestling. He's at Sanford. Yeah, like I just don't I don't know. Like I, I honestly think that Glover's is like getting madly disrespected here for being a champ, and I, I don't think that Prohaska should be a minus two hundred. I think that Glover could easily win this if he gets him on the ground because I don't know if Yuri's ever been tested on the ground like this before. Yeah, and this you know? is the this is the best that Glover's ever looked too. Yeah, at forty three. So I I'm I'm just going with the money line. I'm gonna ride with the Brazilian. Um, hopefully he makes weight. 
Will dig at Brazil there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like he can win more ways than Yuri can. Um, obviously, Yuri has a, a ton of fights before the UFC. He, he is battle-tested, but I think, I don't know. I like Glover's experience and his time and dues he's paid better. Um, and it, 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 here's my other, the other sneaky thing about Glover, too, is he looks so small compared to some of these other guys. Like when he fought uh, Gustafson, I thought he was like a middleweight. Um, when he fought John Jones, I'm like, he's so small. And in reality, these guys are huge, and Glover is a big dude. I mean, yeah. he Anthony Smith is like 6'5", and he's 205. And he looks small compared to him. I mean, so we all know how that went. Here's my teeth, ref. <laughs> like, that was so fucking nasty. I love Anthony Smith, but God damn it. <laughs> you lost like four teeth, dude. Come on. That's just crazy. This isn't hockey. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to ride with the 43-year-old. Yeah, I think I'm with you on this one. I, I mean, I like Yuri, and if he keeps it on the feet, I think maybe he has a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, like to share it, it looked like a bum on the feet against against Jan when he fought Blahovich. Like, yeah, he actually looked really good on the feet. So, like, I don't really think like this is gonna go. I don't think this is gonna go the way the odds make or think they're gonna, it's yeah. gonna go. And I'll be honest too, like if Yuri, because we all know Yuri's a, uh, all three of us. Um, we know Yuri's a crazy striker. Like he's he's not orthodox. Um, he's he's very fast for two five. Yeah. So I I really think Glover needs to slow him down. Um, and that's where the wrestling is gonna come in handy. He's got to find his shots. Um. This is probably the only analysis I actually have for the night. <laughs> I think he needs to find the shots and take <laughs> take him in the first t- – t- get those takedowns, give him some looks, something to think about in those first couple of rounds, you know, set the tone. Um, I think if he can do that and kind of uh, slow down those crazy strikes, he's got a really, really good chance, and I think he's going to do that. I, I don't think you're in this sport for that long and not have great game plans and great uh, adjustments throughout a fight. So My, my only worry – to him having to score takedowns is that means he's going to have to basically chase. Yeah, that down. too. Yeah, we have, but um, we also Prohaska marches forward as well. Yeah, I mean he doesn't mix up both because he can do it all. But I don't know. It only takes one. <laughs> you like you don't like my eyebrows? Uh, no, buddy. They're they're great. They're great. Great, great. Strong army. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm really not the biggest Prohaska guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, he, he's very high paced, high pressure, um, you know, consistency. It, it's, I don't know. This one's tough for me just yeah. because I, like, it's so hard to bet against. Glover Teixeira now, yeah. especially after, you know, the run that he, he went back on and, and all that stuff after, you know, basically being eliminated from title contention by John Jones how many years ago. Um, I don't know. It's just, this is, hmm. Holy shit. I don't hate your picks. Clawed his way back. <laughs> I, I, I don't hate your guys' picks, uh, but yeah. I also would not feel comfortable riding with Glover Teixeira at all. This is crazy. His, his loss to John Jones was in 2014. We were seniors in high school. 
Yeah, the, it was like, our we had just April of twenty April twenty six, so we were about to graduate high school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of high school, you know, it's in two years, Lee. Mm. Our ten year anniversary. That's how fucking old we are. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not twenty eight. No, no. Um, okay, so <laughs> regardless, let's let's. Uh, all right, so you're going Glover to share both. Of you going Glover's money line? Yep. Well, I am. I don't know what FLX is too. Yeah, I'll do. I was gonna do money line as well. If not money line, then by submission. Ooh. Naked choke. I kind of don't want to say it, but Prohaska knockout. Ooh, that's uh, and I'll be honest with you, that's not a bad bet. No, at all. Not at all. Like if he's gonna win, it's probably gonna be by that. <laughs> you know, like he's, even he's in so the exciting. small even in the small amount of research that I did do for um you know this fight card, it's there's so many fights that I felt were just toss-ups. Yeah. Or there's a lot it of was like I think we know who's gonna win, but it's Okay, how oh. is he going to win? Right. And I, yeah. I, we can say that about every damn card, honestly. You know, and if if we did, we wouldn't be the, the podcasting experts. Yeah. Folks. <laughs> Capital J journalists. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this one feels, this, this card as a whole feels very tough to bet. I feel like we mm-hmm. said that a good amount, but I, I think it is true. Well, I, honestly, God, I, I still feel like UFC betting is probably the hardest kind of betting to do it on a consistent basis. Yeah, I'm gonna very up and I'm down. Gonna, I'm going to counter that by saying golf, just because I can't win a yeah. golf okay. bet. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> There's also 80 motherfuckers in the field. <laughs> I can well, more than that before the cut. Like. I will bet, like, um, I, I, I didn't do this, but, like, Scott Scheffler, make the cut, and the dude will shoot, like, 10 over on Friday or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, God I'm like, damn what it. the fuck? Why is this so hard? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, this, I think this is much easier than golf betting. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah, yeah. Golf, um, I forget about golf because I don't bet it. <laughs> I don't bet golf either. So I, I might bet, like, on a Friday after the cut, I'll be like, oh, top 10. Or Saturday night, like, oh, I think JT's going to have a good day tomorrow. Top 10. Yeah, I don't even do that. I, I, don't, I don't do golf. <laughs> too many what-ifs on that one. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Let's see. All right, so um, that's, that'll wrap up our analysis of 275 and our very unsuccessful betting of the PGA Tour. Yes. Ooh, Maybe ooh. we'll be more successful against the, with the live. Oh Jesus! Well, if they started today, I, I guess I don't even I don't even know. Um, let's do the rock hard main card here. Yep. Oh, it's time, baby. Mike's rock hard main card brought to you by no one we, yet. Sponsors. Come on, Mike's dude. Wipes. Sponsors. No, <laughs> that's your angry moment. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one this week though. Um, let's see. All right, we're gonna go. These are all money line. Let's see, uh, Madalena 
Manuel Cape, uh, Jean Weili, or is it Weili Jean? Does it? Does it? It can, can kind of go either way. Okay. Yeah. I'm going Weili, uh, Shevchenko, and Teixeira. Only one underdog, I think, this week. Yeah, only one, and it's the champ. That comes out at plus one thousand one hundred and sixteen. That is ten to win one twenty one sixty five cents. So oh, man, lower, I'm, I'm, lower odds than I've been going with lately. Lately, <laughs> however, <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know you've had some success on these, so um, and that doesn't feel. Like you, you definitely said somewhere it's like okay, that feels a bit far reaching. Yeah, <laughs> a lot recently. Uh, but this one doesn't. It doesn't feel. It doesn't have that feel of a, a pending doom attached Honestly, to it. I feel like I, it just. It's gonna ride on the last one. I think. I mean. You mean the only underdog you? Picked? Yeah, the, the only <laughs> under, underdog I picked. Well, dude, I, I was like, okay, what if I, I had four of the five legs, and it was like plus three hundred. That's just like well, I'm not betting this. <laughs> so I just no. and I was I was gonna go with Glover before that, and once I hit his name and it was like plus a thousand, I'm like all right, we're good. I'll I'll set up for that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the lock of the week for this one is Andre Fialo by knockout. Just Why happen. would you say that? Why Whoa. would I say that? Because I'm confident. You baby. said the L word. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I fucking did. And it's gonna I'm happen. not betting it anymore. I'm not betting don't it. Don't say the L word. No, dude. I don't give a fuck. It's gonna happen. It's gonna I'm not betting happen. it anymore. It's gonna be fuck back to back knockouts from the three fight to the four fight in the prelims. You're gonna see Dana, Batgirl, fucking doing oh chin music, sweet chin music, and then you're gonna see Fialo bing bong down. Jake Matthews is gonna go down in the fucking gutters. Knockout. Both of them. Locks of the week. Pick them. Pick them. Let's go. All right. Uh, last All right, well, with that being said, me. I'm I'm going to replace – I'm now going to replace uh, Fiala's knockout with Edwards via decision in the first fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to make up for it somehow. Let's yeah. see. Uh, Made me see what happens, motherfucker. Knockout parlay. Lock of the week. Let's go. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Oh. He just said okay. it again. For, for general information, uh, this fight is in Singapore. It does start, however, 530 Central Time in the United States. That's early prelims. Regular prelims start at 7, main card at 9. And uh, Azerbaijan, Baku, Grand Prix, Sunday morning, recording it. Let's fucking go Red Bull. Love to hear it. Checo, uh, right. Checo's gonna win. Bet it. Is that? Would you say maybe a? No, lock? don't. <laughs> I'm gonna kick you out of here. I'm gonna drive to your fucking house and kick your ass. <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Jeez. Alex, who's your? Huh? <laughs> All right. Let's. Do you guys have anything else other than jinxing my his bets? No. What are talking about? They're gonna be locks, dude. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, Alex. This is a mortal if sin. Have, I want him off this have, podcast. <laughs> if if you have nothing productive to say, else to say, sign us out. Let's get out of you. All right. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining the podcast. Um, you know, I we really appreciate you guys coming in. 
Uh, we had an awesome guest come in uh, with Brian Aikens coming in. Thank you, Brian. So we're, so we're very thankful for him to come by. You know, we always appreciate his time. We know he's a very busy man, so we always thank him very much. Uh, listen to the podcast. Share with your friends. Tell your coworkers. Tell your buddies. Tell everyone about the podcast. Share it on your Instagram. Share it on your Twitter. Let everyone know what's up, you know? Uh, we like to get a little more traction here. We like to get everything going a little bit more. Uh, we're very excited for this card. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of bangers on there. And uh, I can't wait. So I hope you guys have a very, very nice day. Uh, and then I hope your Saturday is going to go well. Happy betting. Good money, Meg. To this weekend. All right. Let's go, baby. I'm here with my two good friends. Nay. Very good. Nay. Best friends. Okay. Mike Grosh and Andrew Lee. Thank you very much for joining the podcast. You guys have a great night, great day. And locks of the week. Locks of the week, Andre Fialo. Dana, knock out. Peace. Peace. That was disgusting. See you guys later. Go through the darkest of days, having some heartbreak away. Never let you go. Never let me down. Oh, it's been a hell of a ride driving the edge of a night. You go, never let me down. Don't you give up, nah, nah, nah. I won't give up, nah, nah, nah. Let me love you, let me love you. Don't you give up, nah, nah, nah. I won't give up, nah, nah, nah. Let